Okay, Rolo, ready to go in? I know you don't really like the dog park too much, but you need to get more socialized, and this is a good way to start off. So let's get in. Come on. Okay, in the gate. Bashy! Bashy, what are you doing here? Tony, why are you at the dog park? I, I have a dog now. A puppy. <laughs> See? Right here. A little French poodle. <laughs> Roberta! <laughs> Tony. Yes. That's Rob in a dog mask. Shh, no, he wants to be called Roberta. And he's a French poodle. Tony, you cannot have your boyfriend in a jog strap in public at the dog park. Why you need, not? You need to get them the fuck out of here before you're arrested or something. Uh, Such a prude. Rolo, just get back. Just Come on, Roberta, we're going home. I have treats for you at home. Fucking Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of Who Invited Her? We are San Diego's LGBTQ pop culture podcast. I am your host, Tony, and I'm here with my co-host, my other host. I'm Bash. <laughs> That's it? That's all you're going to give me? It's Skeleton Crew today, guys. <laughs> yeah, you guys. So Megs is up in LA hanging out with the Mr. Eddie Danger, and Miriam has Miriam's Tea Party tonight. Hopefully everybody um, gets to go to that. It is the Heartbreak Hotel, right? Is yeah. the name of the show? Yeah, that's tonight, so she's really busy today. <laughs> Getting ready for it. So it's just Bashy and I. But wait, there's but wait, more. We have more. We have Ryder from Ryder Gear is hanging out with us. <laughs> <laughs> yes, we have Ryder here. He owns Ryder Gear, which is a local business here in San Diego. And they make custom, um, how would you describe it? Custom leather gear. So anything that you want, anything that you want made from leather gear, we can make it. Uh, we make hoods, harnesses, restraints, stuff for bondage gear, jocks, yeah. tongs. Um, my primary business actually is motorcycle safety gear. So it started yeah. off as making suits, boots, gloves, jackets, pants, all that kind of stuff that you would need in a crash. Um, but I'm gay and a pup, so I enjoy all of that <laughs> community. Uh, so, of course, naturally, I use uh, you know the equipment and everything else that we have to also make gear for fetish and BDSM and anything else that people like. Uh, I have a question, chicken or the egg kind of thing. Did you ride a motorcycle first and then got into leather gear, or did, were you into leather gear and then rode a motorcycle? Uh, it was the motorcycle came first. So and I then started, you realized yeah, ah, yeah. that it was a thing that you really, really loved. Yeah, exactly. So what can, wait, for people who may ride out there, what kind of motorcycle do you ride? Uh, I ride a Ducati, uh, sorry, a Ducati Monster 1200S. Wow. It's always good to ride an Italian. Right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you would know. Yeah. <laughs> he's, he's, a, he's a temperamental bitch, though. Is he? Mm, yeah. red, yeah. red and white, right? Red, red with a, a white stripe. It's a nice bike. We so, saw it when you yeah. were driving up. I was like, damn, look at her. Mm, 1200 <laughs> cc's. So your leather gear for bike the the riding the bike that is like today you showed up in the whole whole head to toe that is some intense work like yep. the leather work it is like a full body suit of motorcycle gear thank you yeah, yeah. i mean we we use only 100% top grade leather laser uh, engraved titanium there's uh, carbon fiber inserts uh, all ce approved like safety stuff for people who ride a bunch mm. they know that the, like being ce approved is really good as a crash rating um, so we have all that stuff. I ride my stuff every day to work, to and from work. Uh, it's safe for the track, the street, whatever you want. Crazy. Nice. How long does one um, whole outfit take from 
to make, design, all of that process? So if I take like my standard designs, like my standard design, if you see on my website, is the R age, writer mm-hmm. age. From start to finish, if I have all the materials together, I can do it in about two to three weeks. Wow. Uh, for the custom like camo designs that I have, they take about twice as long. And then I've had a number of clients that are like want me to match a specific color or a specific pattern. Uh, those tend to take a little bit longer, but I control the entire material process from start to finish. Like my partner actually tans the leather himself. Holy shit. Yeah. So we can do, we've done any, I've done fluorescent orange. I've For done, real? Yeah. I've done yellow, like fluorescent yellow, all the like custom camo patterns and stuff we do, we make ourselves. So wow. if someone has like a crazy colored bicycle bike or something they want to match, we can match it. Dang. That's fucking crazy. <laughs> That's really cool. Okay, wait. I have an idea for you. Okay. Um, there might be some drag queens listening in that might need some custom shit done. 100%. Yeah, I would love to do that. Yes, yeah. leather work yeah. for drag queens. Yeah. Yes. Oh, my God. That would be amazing. I, I'd 100% do that. That'd be great. So um, for... <laughs> I'm I just thinking of Miriam. I, I was thinking like... Miriam, too. <laughs> Showing up in a harness and a pep hood. <laughs> Oh, that's awesome, though. That's fucking crazy. RuPaul, if you're listening. Yeah. RuPaul. (laughs) So for for people, we will have um, pictures of of the gear that you wore today and other examples of the gear on our social media and on our website. Um, And people need to take a look at it because it is amazing work. Yeah. the quality is like badass. <laughs> Thank so you. So, where do you get the leather from? Like, especially for the camo print. Like, how do you guys? So we, do that? like I said, we start from like the raw skins and we make the leather ourselves. Um, for the for the other, yeah, for the other like custom prints. So yeah. normally, when you take a skin, then you you tan it, right? And so that it goes through like a chemical process where. Uh, it actually gets like the color imprinted into the leather, and it kind of yeah. soaks. It soaks in it for a long time. Okay. So we can we can like blend the different dyes like you would blend paint, uh-huh. more or less, to get that exact color that we need. And we can, like I said, we've made fluorescent colors. We make colors that glow under a black light. We've 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 done all this kind of stuff. Um, and typically, you'll get like one color for the entire skin, and then you use that. So if even if you want just like a little bit, right. you have to do an entire skin in order to make it work. What we do with the camera process is um, it, this one is is a l- little bit more labor intensive, and this actually goes through a machine, uh-huh. and it kind of gets injected like you would almost like a tattoo, right? So I mean, the, oh, the, get the, the like, fuck out! Yeah, it like tattoos the skin, the leather. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I mean, it, just like you would tattoo your own skin if you tattoo leather skin. Yeah. It's the same thing. So um, that's actually how we do that. So it's it's a um, it's a it's like a tattoo process, and that that does take. Quite quite a bit of time, and then like there's like a long drying period that we need that needs to go through. Uh, this is way I'm, more uh, intense. Than uh, yeah, I'm, <laughs> yeah, I'm actually it's, it's, really fat. I had my mind is blown. Yeah, I had no I, idea it, so, it took that amount of detail. So it's, to, like, I mean, one it. of the reasons why like it's really cool with what we do, mm. and and um, it's been a really cool journey because everywhere I go, people are like, I've never seen that before, and yeah. more or less the reason is because it's expensive <laughs> to, to right. make it, I bet. and it's it's really labor intensive to do it. So. Any of the big companies, they don't want to. They don't want to do it because it's mass. For them, it's not cost effective. Right. Yeah. But for me, it's like okay, we do it in a niche market, and you know, we cater to like specific clientele, and and they know what they want, and so we 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 match it and we make it for them. That's fucking. Nuts. <laughs> that yeah. is awesome. Yeah. So, do you start out sketching, sketching yeah. the design first, yeah. and then? 
how who actually does the sewing? I know you did to start, right? Yep. So I started with it, and now I have a team of uh, about five that I contract. Oh, so nice. they also work for they work for other companies too. So like mm-hmm. I, I don't they're not full time employees of Rider Gear, but um, more or less as the work comes in, you know, we kind of parse it out. Um, if I had them as full time employees, my cycle time would be better. Yeah. Right? But I I try to be upfront with people about how long stuff's going to take from the beginning. But you know, as as the orders start to come in, I I bring them in more and more often, and we've been open for about eighteen months now, a little well, wow, yeah, a little more than a year, and uh, you know. We're, we're growing, so it's mm. good. It's good. <laughs> so you have a team, yeah. and they started off doing motorcycle gear. But then yeah. how did the conversation go when you were like, um, <laughs> That's I got exactly a jock strap and a puppy mask that I need to like. And a harness. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, you know that's that, that was a that was an interesting conversation because none of none of them are gay none of them are are mm-hmm. into any fetish or uh-huh. leather gear or any of that kind of stuff really they make motorcycle gear right um, and that was really like how the business started right and that's still for the honestly that's still the, the core, core of the it. core of the business obviously the other stuff that I do is fun for me and it's also enjoyable and it's something different yeah um, so we do it but the first the first conversation with them was was definitely interesting. So I was like, so... (laughs) (laughs) There's this thing. Like, I have, you know, there's there's other things that are also made of leather, and they're like, yeah, you know, furniture and this and that. And I'm like, no, No. not really what I'm thinking about. (laughs) You're like, apparel. (laughs) Apparel. And they're like, uh... They're like jackets. I'm like, yeah, well, no, we do jackets. I know. So that's kind of how it went. And and wow. so I just I started to show them some pictures, and we talked a little bit about like some of the other brands that do it. Uh-huh. Um, and like more or less after about half an hour of like beating around the bush and trying yeah. to be coy about it, they were like, just show us what you want. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so we we did a bunch of uh, we did a bunch of prototypes, and obviously them not being a part of the community and not really understanding it. We went through like a trial and error process: what works, uh-huh. what doesn't yeah. work, uh, and we came up with our own designs and kind of um, everything developed from there. Yeah. So for the motorcycle gear, even the the boots are even all part of the design. So where yep. how do you who constructs those? The shoes, the boots, same team, really? Yeah. Okay. So there's some parts that we so uh, like on the boots, you can see there's some really like hard plastic pieces yeah. and some titanium pieces. Mm-hmm. That stuff we contract out. So the, gotcha. the the titanium comes from a certified supplier, and it's laser laser engraved with my my logo on it. And then the uh, the the like the hard metal plastic parts that are for safety, we contract those as well. But the actual assembly and all the leather and all that kind of stuff is done by the same team. So wow. if somebody was interested in getting a full motorcycle gear from head to toe, how much would that run them? So if they pick one of my standard designs, um, like my standard suits start around twelve hundred. And and the, no. and the and the camo suits, if it's a design that I've already done, like if it's already made, um, like an approved design, those start around fourteen hundred, and then okay. you can add features. You can add features from there. So it's if I if I compare myself along the market, um, like the low end motorcycle brands, like the big name brands, Alpine Stars and Easy, that kind of stuff. Their stuff ranges anywhere from around eight hundred to like twenty five hundred for a suit. So I'm kind of mid range. 
Um, but where I really find that my most of my clients jump in is the ones that need a custom size. So yeah. you can go to a store and you can pick something off the rack, but there's there's a lot of people that don't fit well into that. And mm-hmm. like when we tried the hoods on in my big ass head, <laughs> right? For example, so I yeah. would need a custom. Piece. Yeah, or you have you know you have like motorcyclists or you know they're six foot five or something like yeah. that. Right. They can't go to a store and buy a suit off the shelf that's going to fit them. And if they go to one of those major brands and they ask them to make a custom size, they're going to charge them four or five thousand dollars for it. Uh. Um, so they can come to me, and yes, I'll do custom size. There is a fee for it, but usually I charge like two hundred and fifty bucks. You know, just as like a set fee, just as like a fee but because because I have to I have to make I have to make new cutouts and new kind of stuff. To right, you have to fit. pattern it and everything. I have to repattern. Yeah, yeah. but but. Yeah, but that's the but main the one. detail in the work is like nuts. I know, <laughs> and I'm, I'm actually surprised that is not as much as I thought. Yeah, you were gonna too. say. No, but, that's no, that's for the suit. So if you want right. to add the boots, they're three fifty. The mm. gloves are two fifty. Okay. Um, if you're and then if you're interested in in other stuff like particular yeah. the puppy hoods, they're they're three. Start at three hundred, and then the camo ones are like three fifty. But I also do custom ones, so yeah. uh, I've got some examples of those too. So we so we met a writer through a group of friends, and you we had talked to me and you had talked about your business, writer gear, and all that, and it was very fascinating to me. But now seeing that, knowing how much work goes into each outfit, I'm just like blown away. <laughs> I mean, it's like pretty much custom shit, and you yeah. know where it's coming from. Yeah, it's not just like. Yeah. So another part of your business that you do is the puppy hoods and the 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 mutt, mitts, the mitts yeah. and other harnesses. Mm-hmm. So you're part of the puppy community, yes? Yes. So how did you get interested in that community? Because it's kind of a newer side of kink, I it's guess. Like you a could subculture say. of leather and um, BDSM. Yeah. Yeah. So the the interesting thing about the puppy community is it's. It's a little bit of everything. So you're both right. Um, yeah. There's definitely there's definitely people that are like heavy into the submissive, like dominant submissive side of mm-hmm. it. Um, that is in kind of more in the BDSM realm. But then there's and that goes more like traditional, like going back like old leather daddy culture, you know, like sir that kind of stuff. Right. Um, and so that's actually been around for quite a while. There's there's always yeah. been that idea, and and, and if you like read like the history of it um the the original pups or dogs were were very submissive and that was the idea is that they were like animals right and so you kind of like treat them (laughs) like that yeah um and and people are you know that's 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 the dynamic and 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 for people that are in that community they're they're really into it uh with the pup community didn't it start with the old guard leather yeah that's where it first originated that's where it first came from and then and then in europe about Ten years ago, it started to become a little bit more mainstream. Yeah, um, and it spilled over into the states and like a lot of other places. Really, within like the last three to four years, and it's <laughs> kind of exploded. Yeah, and um, I know for here in the U.S. in 2016, there was an artist, um, Zach Kravitz, who did an ex- a- exhibition in New York, and it was called Alpha Mega Beta, and he did a whole photography um, series about the pup community hmm. that was like a hit and it kind of put um the pup community a little more mainstream yeah where it was kind of a sub 
um, culture Culture. within the the BDSM community. So I thought that was interesting. But is it still more like a gay clientele or straight people kind of adopting it too? There's both. So, I mean, my my experience mostly is with the gay clientele, but Mm -hmm. it, it, it goes across both. And even in San Diego, there's a Pups and Handlers community that's both gay and straight. Yeah, because uh, I read an article where even women get into the pup play. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like there's a there's even a community for them <laughs> within yep. the yep. pup community. And then there's the then there's like a kitty community that comes in. Whoa. With that too. Yeah. Yeah. It's fascinating. So, I find it highly fascinating. I do the whole too. Way. It's very interesting. And and the thing is, for everybody that you talk to, it's it's a little bit different for them. So yeah. so for me personally, I'm not much into the like dominant submissive BDSM side of it. That's not that's not my thing. I don't really enjoy that. Um, but I understand it and like, yeah. I get, I get that people are into it. So I, I'm happy to cater to it. Um, but for me, it's more of a, it's a, it's a more of like a role play kind of, you know, right. D- different headspace kind of place that you can go. It's a little yeah. bit more fun. I um, found it interesting that some people do the pup play because it's not a really a sexual thing. It's more of a mental thing because when they go into pup mode, it's bringing, taking away all the human aspect and being more, oh. Um, canine or more animalistic as our natures as human beings some yep. people have so that i found that interesting especially yep. um people who may are suffering from anxiety or depression it's a way for them to handle it totally with the pub community like a release yeah yeah okay. i would i'm like that's fascinating to me i mean if, i mean if you think about it right like what does a dog have to worry about exactly in general <laughs> can i just interject too that- they just shit eat well, sleep, lay play, in the, lay in the sun. <laughs> exactly, it's like the life. We're get, recording. Get, get petted all the time, right? Yeah. <laughs> We're recording this two days after the Westminster Dog Show. Just want to, yeah. <laughs> just want to add some context. Nice, <laughs> nice bash. Burns was fucking robbed. Adoption should have won. Oh the yeah, fucking thing. Who won? It was the one with the the dog with the... some shit dog, a yeah. terrier. Fuck him. <laughs> terrier. <laughs> it was. It was a fucking terrier. Yeah, I find I find the pub community. Well, wait. I have a question for you, writer. So, would you consider the the pub community more fetish or kink? Because there is a difference, and there, there is a difference. Um, I would say that question really depends on who you ask. For me, I would say it's more it's more a kink than mm-hmm. a fetish. That would be my answer for me personally. Yeah. Um, but it really, I think it really depends on the type of, I think it depends on what it means for that person yeah. that they're, that you're asking. So if they're more in the, um, if they're more in like the BDSM side of it, it's probably more fetish. Okay. If you're a little bit more in like the, the headspace, yeah. just kind of enjoy the escape of it. It's maybe a little bit more on the kink side. So, so going back, so people who may be listening and going, what the fuck is pup play? How would you describe it? Uh oh man. So it's it's for people who don't know for people yeah. who don't know what it is, it's hard without a visual. Um, but it's 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 the idea that you can um kind of put yourself in a different headspace. And typically, you know, there's easier ways to do that. So you can have a collar, you can have a hood that resembles uh, a pop or a dog, um, you can have mitts, you can have a tail, <laughs> um and some other, <laughs> uh, some yeah. other We'll get back on that topic. Yeah, we will. Stuff, stuff. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, but it's kind of a you know an idea where you just sort of let yourself go and and try to think like maybe a dog would. Yeah, and yeah, it can be more of like a role play kind of thing, you know. And, and so there might be someone who's a handler uh, who 
plays fetch with you or something like it doesn't like like you <laughs> said it doesn't it's often not a sexual thing yeah that's what um, when i was doing research for the episode that's what i found fascinating that a lot of the time it's not really a sexual thing yep. it's more of a mental mind space yep. where people that are not the handle well even for handlers it's yep. a it's a particular mind space and there's a certain type of relationship between a handler and a pup hmm. And I I just find it fascinating that people use it not as just the sexual thing, but a way to cope with anxiety, depression, or whatever they're going on yeah. in their life. Or even it's just some you know a way to just to like the, yes, people do do use it sometimes. I think yeah. as a coping mechanism, but but it also doesn't have to be that way. Like it, no. can, it can be it can be you can just use it as something that you enjoy for fun. And, for fun, yeah, yeah, yeah. What do you think, Bashi? I'm all about it. <laughs> whatever floats everybody's boats like that's that's, yeah. that's the thing like, as long as it's consensual and people are exactly, not getting hurt of course exactly. you're fine course. everybody's okay <laughs> so i had another question for you so we're for the for the hoods mm-hmm. how how do you do you come up with the designs for the hoods and do people just contact you directly and go hey this is the kind of pup hood i want for my pup or no. for you know what i mean like a handler comes to you oh that's a nice valentine's day gift yeah that's what i'm thinking yep. like do you get did you get a lot of orders uh i, I mean directly i didn't but i know that adam and eve uh yeah. so adam and eve is uh, a local uh, local yeah. business here in san diego they carry rider gear pup hoods uh as well as harnesses and some other things adam and eve they're on university avenue right down the street from us yes and you can visit adam and leave online they have all of their stuff online too right they have their stuff online. I, I don't so. know. I don't know if they have my gear listed yeah. on their website. But, but in they, San Diego, the San Diego store yeah. that's in University, they have put the yep. the writer gear. There's there. a whole there's a whole wall of it actually. That is so cool. Mm, yeah. <laughs> and I've got the whole I've got a whole rainbow of colors there. So if you whatever color is yours, it's we probably, probably <laughs> he has it. We probably have it. Um, so my hood design. There, there's a number of them that are out there. So there's really two different major styles one is the kind that's like a full covers your full head yeah. that's my design or my 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 main style is that way and then there's another that's kind of like a half and it's really just the face and typically oh. has like straps on the back i can make those as well but that's not like my my primary ones that i make right um but the full head design um you'll see there's different i mean there's different i don't want to plug my competitors but there's different <laughs> there's different brands out there that do different designs mine is intended to resemble a doberman um, because that's the yeah. that's the breed okay. that I I associate myself most with, um, and so the that's the reason why the ears are pointy, uh, and that's kind of like a very pronounced snout. Do you right. think that's more of a traditional pup mask that people go for? Is that style? I've seen that most. Me too. Well, you've seen you've seen that most because Mr. because of Mr. S. So Mr. S. Um, was the first like major gay leather brand mm-hmm. to take it mainstream. Oh, and that's okay. the reason why you see that design the most is because they're like a na- global brand, mm-hmm. um, and they started carrying them. I think about seven or eight years ago. Got see, it. I want a Shih Tzu mask. Yeah, could you get like a pug <laughs> sure. if you want a pug? Yeah, 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 absolutely. A little so dachshund. I'm, I have a client. Stop. <laughs> <laughs> I have a you client. and Rolo could roll it's around too together. Close to home. I know. <laughs> I have a client right now making a, a Dalmatian hood for him. Oh my oh. god! That, oh, that would be cool. Black, I black saw, white, yeah, yeah. Um, so online that somebody had the did a Dalmatian full head to toe gear, and it was badass. Like the spots and everything. I was like, God damn, that's god, a lot of work. I love people Dalmatians. are so creative. Like that's my. 
I think that's my biggest inspiration is actually other people. Huh. So, you know, I'll get a client that, that, that's interested in something and like they'll describe kind of what they want and then I'll make a design from it. But typically they're the ones that inspire me the most because right. they'll, yeah. they'll come with this idea, but they're not an artist or they don't, they haven't been able to like visualize it. And so I'll visualize it for them. And then we go back and forth and we kind of like, do you, do you have a pup name? Writer. Writer yeah. is the yeah. pup name. Yeah. Yes. Cause we know writer his, his boy name. <laughs> yeah. So right. Right. I love that. So writer's the pup name. Do you have a handler? Uh, I do not. Oh. So what happens if you don't have a handler? Are you like Lady and the Tramp? You're the tramp? <laughs> straight <laughs> no, dog. I would, definitely, <laughs> stray dog. Defi- You're a straight dog? Definitely not a tramp. However, <laughs> I, the official the official pop community term would be stray. A stray. Um, would be a stray. But I'm an alpha stray, if that makes sense. So how, ah. would, how do you um, define alpha, mega, beta within the pet, pup community? Uh, again, you'll hear different varying uh, definitions, but the alpha is what you would think, right? Yeah. The alpha of the pack, so the leader, um, typically the one who's more dominant. Uh, the beta tends to be the one who's a little bit more submissive, not always. And the omega is usually the jokester, so like, yeah. uh, kind of like the funny one in the group, hmm. um, but can also sometimes play a submissive role too. But I am not a member of a pack, but there are there are a number of them. And there are a couple of them here in San Diego yeah. as well. That's um, what I was going to ask you. If you have a pack, wait, I didn't know this no, was I a don't. thing. Yeah. I didn't know packs were a thing. Yeah, it is. they are. So it's See, more in the in the like poly community. People are in like these polymorphous uh, uh-huh. um, relationships where it's like a group a group of people that are in a relationship. In the pub community, they can. I, I know some that are two, three, but I also know one that's like five, six. Wow. <laughs> And sometimes they don't even live in the same city. Really? Wow. Yeah. Oh my god, that's fascinating. Huh. huh. So I've never huh, things I've, you know. I did not know that. <laughs> Personally, I've never been in a I've never been in a pup handler or or have like my own pack or anything. I've never done that. But oh. no, so I've never for me, I've never been a part of that. Yeah. Um, um I mean I've de- I've yeah, I mean I've had my share of fun and I've definitely I've definitely enjoyed the pup community and the handler aspect of it and um, you know, I've Played around with other yeah. pups and that kind of stuff, but but uh, no, I've never been in a, I've never been in a relationship with another pup. Or See, when I think of Alpha, mm. Beta, Omega, I think of Teen Wolf, the TV series. Kind I never got into it, <laughs> but I could. Oh god, Actually, that was one of my favorite shows. I what, love that What's show. the guy's name? The leader of a, the like main actor? Um, to, um, Tyler. No, Tyler. Posey. Ho- po- Posey. No, 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 no. Tyler Posey. Yeah, yeah Tyler Posey. I saw him at during Comic Con mm-hmm. at. Uh, What's that taco shop in the headquarters called? Oh God, I can't think of it, but I know which one you're talking about. The name? What's the name? Puente. No. Is it Puente? No. I can't remember. But anyway, he was sitting across, and I was like, mm, "I have suspicions about you." <laughs> he was with another really hot guy. Oh, and I was like, "Yeah, Taylor mm. Posey, totally guy." But you know what? The first time I ever saw him was made in Manhattan. <laughs> yes, and he was a little kid. Remember that yeah. with J Lo? I yeah. could get into the werewolf thing though if Tyler Posey was in it. He who or, is or, or just throw Taylor Lautner into that mix? Oh, maybe. Come on now. I don't know something about. Uh, come Why? On now. I don't know. You don't like him, Taylor Lautner? Wait, Whatever Taylor, happened to him? Wait, wait, wait. Is Taylor Lautner gay? Because I think that was like a big rumor for a while. They're I don't know if it gay. was ever confirmed. They're all gay. I think he is. After two or three drinks. Yeah. Tyler I mean, Posey sure, has I'm some sure leaked vids, though. Oh, I know. Mm. You can totally see everything. Yeah. Do you have any other fetishes, either of you, or kinks? Oh, writer, Bashy. Uh, I didn't. 
<gasps> you what? go. What? I'll think. What writer? Uh, well, so for me, the biggest, the biggest like fetishy thing. I mean, they all tend to revolve around gear. Mm-hmm. So as you can imagine, uh, the motorcycle gear is a big one. Leather in general. Um, but then I also really like sports gear. Kind of. Oh, <laughs> like like somebody wearing soccer gear, football gear, baseball yeah. gear. Yep. What sport is your favorite? Football. Football? You like somebody in like a jersey or like all the pads? Everything. Ah, look at you. <laughs> what if you had a handler who wore only football gear? What about you, Bash? We already know you love to have sex in public. Uh, I love outside. Yeah, we know that. I really, really do. Um, I don't know if there's like any specific like items that I have to bring into the mix, but yeah. Uh, I would. Uh, you know what? I have a question for you, Bashi. What's up? What is your kink? Not fetish, but a kink. What's the difference? Yeah, because I'm I'm yeah. not sure about that. So a kink, that while question. in short, a kink is something that is a turns you on and is b outside of the predetermined norm. So missionary. Yeah, <laughs> and where a fetish is something that's very specific and that you need that in order to get off. Oh, I don't think I have a fetish. Yeah, then. like a kink is something that's you you don't need it. But it's something that's just pleasurable and fun for you. That's um, kind of how I read it. Okay, would you agree with that? Yeah, yeah writer. I think I think that definition makes sense. Yeah. Okay. Whereas if like if, if if it's a fetish, it's a requirement. Versus if it's a kink, it's just something that you like, but it's not a requirement. Yeah. So fetish, they say, while kink increases the partner's pleasure, feti- fetishism replaces the partner with an object. Yeah. I'm a bit confused. That could range from a body part or an or, or, or an object. Okay, well, I have a penis fetish. So, yeah, <laughs> that means you're gay. Penises are <laughs> Yes, I, I am gay. So that would be my fetish. I am gay. Yeah. Uh, my kink would be, yeah. Either... Like lingerie would be a fetish. You know what I mean? Uh, or like billowing hair. But I think, or hairy I think, legs is a fetish. So I think in your case, a kink would be public then. Yeah. Yes, so my kink is public. definitely public. Okay. I, I think that's my number one. Not public. Like I'm not gonna go outside. I like uh, So would you would you if you were at Falsum, would you be having sex like how No, the... no, no. Why? I would not like an audience. Really? No. I wouldn't. So mind. that's a different that's a different kink. That's exhibitionism. There you go. Oh, thank, thank you, you, Ryder. Thank you. I yeah, would yeah, yeah. It I wouldn't public. care. It wasn't public then. Um so yeah, that that would be my my main kink. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. So you like the threat of being caught, but not yes, exactly. But not actually exactly someone watching, right? And it's not like I like to have sex on my balcony or like in a place that's safe, yeah. in a way. But it would be like going to Joshua Tree and like just being out gotcha. there. Gotcha. Not necessarily like the threat is imminent, but the chance that it could happen. Sure. Just yeah. like on that Sex in the City episode when Cynthia Nixon's character Miranda um, was dating the guy who wanted to have sex in public because he was so thrilled about being caught. And then like the final, like the straw that broke the camel's back for her was that he was having sex in his parents' house and he wanted to get <laughs> no. caught by his parents, Oh, which he does in the middle of having sex with Miranda. <laughs> That would be my, just like my literal oh. worst <laughs> fucking nightmare. Yeah. Like, Is your mom to walk in? Oh my god! I think that's everybody's nightmare. Uh, I, <laughs> no, I my, would just my do, dad walking in would be even worse. No, really, the worst. Oh god, the worst. I would just do like 
Japanese honorary suicide <laughs> like, with, with the katana. What about moment. if it was a sibling walking in on No. No. Also not okay. No. I'm still not okay. Nothing. Not, no. not a fucking so thing. No I don't desire for that whatsoever. No. 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 Hey, would that be considered a kink or a fetish? I guess that would be a kink. I think what? I think most people actually confuse the two, honestly. I oh, yeah. Use, definitely. They use them like you know in, interchangeably. Yeah. I think most people have kinks. Very few people, I think. Have have like true, I had no idea there like was a true difference. Fetishes. I mean, there's you, no, neither there's did I until I was doing yeah. research for the episode. I was like, "Wow, okay, so there are two different things. There's a yeah. kink community, and then there's a fetish community. But that, there's there's you know there's so much overlap between the two, and there's plenty of people that really enjoy their kinks. So mm-hmm. I mean, there's nothing. There's certainly nothing wrong with having either, but. Hmm. Um, but I think most people probably have kinks, and when even if they say they have fetishes, yeah, yeah, I think I have, a, I have a, a, quite a few kinks, but like really, only what are they? only like one or two fetishes. What are your kinks? Uh, oh, you know what else I like? Getting bit on my shoulder, not like hard <laughs> to draw blood, but like oh god, I... while you're in doggy no. doggy style position. No, want to invite you. No, not necessarily. Just think, in general, like, like a even vampire? making out could tr- that that would turn me on. Not on my neck, on my shoulder. Like a, okay, yeah. Was was today the first day you tried on a puppet? Yes, I think you should try it on again. Bashi, I th- I think Bashi I, took to it pretty I think, pretty I think nicely. You took, I think you took to it, and you're describing things that a lot of other pups are into. So hmm. if you're, let's say okay, so that could be somebody's kink where it's two pups and they're fighting. Like you know how dogs do, hmm. they they nip at each other in public and they yeah. nip at each other. Oh, look at that! I think this is probably why people have like vampire things. It could no, be. That, yeah. No, they were just obsessed with Twilight. That was gonna say that's more Twilight. <laughs> anyway. I mean, so, so my heard, fetishes, however, though I've already mentioned Taylor Lautner. So you know. yeah. <laughs> were you a big Twilight? I wasn't a big Twilighter until I until Taylor Lautner. Yeah. Who's your celebrity crush, Taylor Lautner? It's a it's a toss up between him and Ryan Reynolds. <gasps> See, Ryan, Ryan Reynolds, Reynolds is mine. Yeah. I am obsessed like, with him. He's like so hot. Ryan Reynolds before Mutation, Deadpool. Like, yeah, mm, yeah, yep. That's my get out of jail card with Rob. Yep. Yeah, I think like <laughs> honestly, pretty, pretty much right. <laughs> that might be one of my fetishes: a sense of humor. Seriously, I can. Oh, I can totally I, see that. Like, if a guy I can make a guy you that's laugh, be quippy and like sharp. Um, has a a, a a decent bank account. <laughs> your fetish is a bank account. <laughs> your fetish is a bank I account. I would like to see your tax returns. Like I don't want no scrubs. Yeah, exactly. That's the name of the episode. My fetish is a bank account. <laughs> My fetish is... MX Platinum. <laughs> My dividends. Fetish. My fetish is Dividends. dividends. <laughs> oh my! What is your credit score? That's my fetish. Oh man, a guy over seven. <gasps> really? Hundred. Look at you. Hundred. Stupid. All right, we're gonna take a quick break. Break, you guys. <laughs> so we'll be right back. Hey guys, by now you've all heard us talk about the Hillcrest Social app, where you can not only listen to your weekly dose of Who Invited Her, but you can also find out what's going on in the San Diego Hillcrest neighborhood. Well, we just want to let you know that the Hillcrest Social app is now called Hashtag Now Trending, and it has even more LGBTQ plus content like Palm Springs Pride, Bear World Magazine, Gadio, and Rage Magazine, plus all kinds of out at events across California and beyond, with even more coming soon. 
The hashtag now trending app has over 15,000 users scrolling through events, businesses, and resources. With who invited her in the hashtag now trending app, you'll always have pride in your pocket. <laughs> Everybody, we're back from break. We have refilled drinks and we're ready to go. This thing there goes. I'm shit faced. Yeah. Surprise, surprise. Okay. So we're going to change gears a little, you guys. Um, Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. We're going to get into All Stars 4 because the season finale was last night. Did we mention a spoiler alert? Spoiler alert. I don't want Rob yelling at me. Spoiler. Remember, he yelled at me last night. <laughs> the girl. Ryder. Ryder's caught up on this, too. <laughs> okay, so let's get into it. So last night was um, the season finale for All Stars 4. So what do you guys think, first of all, of just the episode last night and how it went down? Who wants to start? Let's go with you, Bashi. Eric owes me a night of drinking. Yes. Because I said, first and foremost, that Trinity would win this episode. I didn't realize it was the finale because I was shit-faced. But then when I did, I said, if Trinity wins, you owe me an entire night. And he's trying to contest that. No, he has to do it. Because of what happened. Can I say what happened? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We've had enough yeah. spoiler alerts. Yeah. So two contestants won. Yeah, it was if a tie. If you've been living under a rock. It was a two Wong Fu tie. But in my opinion, Trinity won. <laughs> she yeah. received $100,000. So did Monet. Yep. And Eric owes me a night of drinking. Yeah. There's no question about that. So the two winners, it was a tie. It was between Monet Exchange and Trinity. Trinity the Tuck. Is that what she goes by yep. now? Trinity yeah. the Tuck. Yep. Yeah. So that, those are our two all-stars, which I don't know how I feel about a tie. Congratulations. I... What do you think, Ryder? Hate the idea of a tie. Me too. <laughs> yeah. Not on board. Yeah, I kind of felt like, meh. like it was a great season, so much drama, great writing. Some of the challenges were shitty, but all in all, it was pretty good season. And to end it with a tie, like I'm just like, oh man, come on. I feel bad for both Monet and Trinity. Why? Because they neither one of them get to claim victory. Neither one of them get to claim victory. Like yeah, you have I mean, to okay, share so, your crown. So they both get a hundred thousand dollars, yay! But I think I, I don't know. I I, I I was I like that I like that Rue tries to keep yeah. things keep you guessing that yeah. you, like there's always going to be a twist. But two winners not on board. No, I like it just the one, just no. the one. Do you think they did both because they couldn't have? I know this is going to be controversial, but because they wanted to mix up the winners, so they have a little more diversity. Uh, that may have been a part of it, but I think it was part of it. See that a lot of the fans think so too, yeah. and then some people are also thinking that uh, maybe All Stars is going to take a break now that they have two winners so the total of five all-star winners and maybe next season all-stars will go in it's before maybe a legends season or like bashi had said um the uk version 
I think that might be happening. I I will say this. If I had to pick two winners out of this entire season, just on merit alone, yeah, it would have been Manila and Trinity. Agreed. I agree. I I agree 100%. I think Manila should have been in the finale for sure. That being said, I do think that they needed to diversify it a bit yeah. because it was getting a little bit yeah a, and I, a little weird and i don't but do you think monet exchanged a good representation of that or would have monique hart or naomi small small's been better or even manila so, so here you go so from the top two perspective of the four that remained monet and trinity were obviously the top two like there was okay. no for me there was no question about that really and, and especially watching season 10 so closely the change in Monet from season 10 to All-Stars 4 was stark. Stark. Yeah. I mean, yeah. like she was a different drag queen. Her and finale look with the blonde dread yes. hair bouffant and the dress. Oh like, my God. Her the dress, dress and her, and her performance was, was amazing. Yes. I think, I think especially the way they edited the last episode, Trinity psyched herself out in the last yeah. episode. Mm-hmm. So, what did you think, writer of Trinity's runway look for the finale? I liked her runway look for the finale. I, I thought I thought it. it was one of her best looks of the it. whole season. I thought it was one of my favorite looks of the it, whole season. It was no. probably one of my favorite looks of all of Drag Race. Yeah. It was yeah. on brand because yeah. it was tea, yeah. and it looked good. But the thing is, like, I think if you had to pick two. Trinity won based on merit alone, and Monet won on that episode. That's so that, that that's it. actually what I was gonna say is yeah. I would say that overall Trinity deserved to win. She deserved to be the solo winner, right? Um, and I don't say that because she's got more longevity in the industry. I don't say any of that. I think she deserved it from her performance throughout the season. Yeah, and I, I even and the say work this, the work she put she did for this season. That's right, and she amazing. and I mean in my mind. Like before it happened, I would have said the top two were going to be Manila and Trinity, mm-hmm. but I think Trinity deserved to win, even of like just comparing Manila and Trinity up to that point. Yeah, but I do think that in the final episode, Monet outperformed Trinity, and that's the yeah, reason. Absolutely right. And that's the I reason think... why I think Rue chose both both of them. Yeah, and I if we get any complaints, what? go back and watch the yeah. tapes, guys, because you will see it. Because I did it this morning. Yep. Because I was shit faced at Mo's last night. <laughs> And I didn't remember a lot, and I had to rewatch it before we recorded the today. The best because... part, though, <laughs> <laughs> remember, Bashy. The best part was when because I didn't watch it until today. this morning with you. Yeah, and Monet Exchange in the final lip sync did a wig reveal, but she took it oh off. Oh my god! And it was she revealed the same wig. I was like, it was so oh, good. That was so funny. So literally funny. the same. Wig. That was the best wig reveal I've yeah. ever seen in my entire. You remember that yep. life? Yeah. I mean, it wasn't any. We know it wasn't the roses, rose petals. No, she no. literally just went boop boop, and it was and it the was, same. And I, I was like, I, wait, did I smoke some weed before I, I watched right? this? Because I don't, I don't know what I'm seeing What's right the here. Difference? What just happened? Right. <laughs> but I did not, and it happened. Yeah, it was yeah. good. It was good. I, I did in this season really like Naomi Smalls too. I thought she grew a lot. And she was better, better this time around. Yeah, like she was more polished. Agreed, but, but at the same time, I would not have put her in the top four. Why? Really? I I just don't think that she she was. It wasn't until the like last 
three episodes of the season that I really felt like she stretched herself. Yeah, because at the beginning of the season, you kind of forgot about her. She was safe. She was always safe. And she did the conservative thing that would get her to be safe. But I will say in like the last three to four episodes, she went out of her comfort zone and did a really good job. Yeah. Yeah. So another thing I wanted to bring up with you two was that me and Bashi had talked about this before. So for some reason, this season on All Stars 4, um, Raven and Delta Works have been getting shit. shit. So much shit. About On RuPaul. Reddit, yeah. they've been just getting impaled by people. For RuPaul's looks this season. And... I, I don't get it. Disagree. I thought it was RuPaul's, but she looked the best 100%. This, this season. Thoughts? Ryder? I thought I thought she looked good. Right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I don't. I don't see it. I don't see that. I don't see that it's deserving of criticism like that. I don't either. I thought she looked amazing this season. All of the looks, the hair, the makeup, everything was on point. Yeah, I, I, I don't even know why that was yeah. happening. I, I have to say, like honestly, like there were some episodes this season where I was like, literally, RuPaul has never looked better. I, I agree with you. I agree with you one hundred percent. So for this season too, it was All Stars four. So. If they were to do next All-Stars, who would you guys want to see be part of All-Stars? Mm. Vanjie. Vanjie. Vanjie should be on it, for sure. <laughs> I heard she's a villain for season 11. They wrote her I as can a believe villain. that. I, I can, can believe too. that. Who wait, would you want to see? Wait, 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 wait. So Vanjie's coming back in a regular season. Yeah, season 11. Mm. So who would you want to see on All-Stars out of all the queens? Um. Oh, fuck. I don't know. No, that's a hard one. That's a really hard question. Yeah. Has Katya been on All Stars before? Uh, yeah. I still yeah, think that Morgan McMichaels has not had a fair shot. I, I, I agree. agree with you. I, I agree. Because everything I see Morgan in outside of RuPaul, I'm Is just amazing. like, God, she's so good. She's Actually, funny. she's incredible. I've God. seen her so many times in yeah. Palm Springs, and it's. Yep. She needs another chance. Bring her back on every season. <laughs> I actually think it should be two Riverside girls. Yeah. Morgan yeah. and Mayhem. 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 Mayhem, I would like to see back. Yes. Oh, yeah. yeah. Yes. I would see the back. party queen. Yes. Bring back Mayhem. I think she Definitely. will be. You think so? I, I don't know if Morgan will be brought back, but Mayhem for sure. Yeah. And anybody out there, who would you want to see yeah, on leave a comment. the next All-Stars? Let us know. I'm Write curious. an email. Write an yeah. angry letter. So for All-Stars 4, the other thing problem I had with it this season was some of the challenges are really bad. Like the nightclub um, challenge, <laughs> the Sex in the City challenge. That was The Sex in the City challenge I didn't like. I the didn't ni- like The that. nightclub challenge, I don't know. I kind of like that. Really? I like the nightclub challenge. It was, I didn't, it was I didn't so care for it. It was so different. Like, yeah, I think it surprised them. And I, you know what they should do? Like, remember, um, Fear Factor? They should have like <laughs> Drag Race Extreme, where the challenges are like hardcore, like Ninja Warriors style. Like, drink a <laughs> bottle of Fireball and yeah. see if you could still perform adequately. Exactly. <laughs> because exactly. I think that is an honest issue that drag queens would mm-hmm. have to undergo. <laughs> like, I, I agree. I think if Miriam was here. She would say, yes, I've had to do that. Yes, yeah, she would. I do like that when they... I, so they didn't do this in, in All Stars 4, but I do like the like 30-minute drag. Oh, I yeah. Do, I like that one. Wh- which I guess is kind of plugging into what I'm thinking in my head right now, which is uh, sometimes people drop out, and Miriam has had to tell us the story where like, yeah. uh, some, some venue calls her last minute and is like, can you perform in like 45 minutes? Yeah. 
Yeah. And she's had to go do that. I think that would be a good one. Where they're literally like walking around LA and, <gasps> Ru- and RuPaul calls them back. Yeah. And is like, you have to perform in 45 minutes. Here's Get a look the song. together, make it perfect. Make it perfect, Done. yeah. Or some kind of challenges that are like like that where they have to deal with a rowdy crowd. Like just <gasps> Ooh, yeah. yeah. Where everybody in Heckles? the crowd is yeah. heckling them yeah. and they have to handle it. Yeah. You have to like work those the, are the local Republican chapter. <laughs> Mike 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 Pence is in the audience, right? <laughs> oh my god, that would be so bad. Hilarious. No, literally, like a room full of people that don't respond to any joke, and they're just yeah. deadpan the entire time, and you have to continue. So, um, off of the RuPaul Drag Race, thank um, God, I'm done. Topic. So we're gonna do something um, we haven't done probably in a week. What? Donor TV. Oh, yeah! You didn't, t- you didn't warn me about. I this. know. I'm doing okay, it. I got one though. Okay. I got one. I got so, one. So, so writer, this is a segment we do where we give our recommendations of TV, movie, music, anything, pretty much that you should watch or engage in while you are completely stoned. And you probably don't even smoke a lot. I know you can't see that. I know I don't see that too, Ryder. Yeah, but if you're drunk, (laughs) okay, Bashi. Maybe I could think of one if I was. Okay, we'll give you a little time. Think about it, Bashi. What is yours this week? The Expanse. (gasps) You told me about this. I gotta watch it. I gotta watch it. My God, you guys! If you're into sci-fi, please, please watch the show. Give a brief um, premise of what the show is. So. It's about like mm, 200 years in the future. Earth exists still. and But we also have a colony on Mars. And there's also a colony in the asteroid belt. And there are like three warring factions okay. within the solar system. It's amazing. I, I'm telling you. And my favorite character on this entire show is this Indian woman who works for the UN. And she's clearly been smoking for 20 years. And her voice sounds like this. Hello, my name is... The, the I know exactly the actress floor. you're talking about. She's so yes. good. She, she was in Grimm. Yes. Yes, I love her. She's fucking amazing. Oh, I love her. The The whole plot of the show is very, very good. It's a little bit campy, but give it like a few episodes and you will get very into it. It's very intriguing. It's based on a very good book series. I haven't read it yet, but I think I'm going to. Okay. Um, And they... Ran with sci-fi for three seasons, but now uh, sci-fi canceled it, and they're moving to Amazon Prime. Oh, so, so mine is a sci-fi. It mm-hmm. was it's on a, a new show that's on Sci-Fi Channel that uh, my friend Dwayne turned me on to. It's called. It's based off of a comic book. Okay. It's called Deadly Class. And I was telling you about I no I think I was telling oh, yes, you this yes, earlier. Yes, 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 yes. I'm going to So start the this. premise of the show, it's all like takes place in the 80s. So the soundtrack's 80s. The style of the show is 80s. But it's a bunch of teenagers that go to an academy to become assassins. And it, they have to like survive the teachers and survive each other. But the way this show is shot and the soundtrack for the show are amazing. And to watch it completely stone trips you out. It is such a good show. Where where can Deadly I find Class it? on Sci-Fi. Yes. What about you, Ryder? Do you have a show you would recommend for people to watch when they're completely stoned or even drunk off their asses? I'm gonna go with the Munchie Route. 
and recommend Ooh. and recommend on Netflix. Yeah, Zumbo's Just Desserts. <gasps> yes, I'm obsessed with that show. Uh, Isn't it so good? And season two is coming out. Yeah, it's been recommended to me for like three months. You need and to I watch this. It's, it up. it's really good. So really, I'm, I'm not. Yeah. So I mean, you I have can't, a sweet tooth. I have a sweet tooth. Yeah, me too. I've, especially after watching that show, my God, the desserts they make, I'm just like, oh uh, man, it's Australian, right? Yeah, it is Australian, and um, I mean, it's it's a it's a baking show, it's yeah. a contest, like it's you know game show kind of thing. It's so good though, but it's okay. so good, and the stuff they come up with is awesome. And what I like about it too is they don't have professional like pastry chefs. It's amateur pastry chefs that are doing it, and the yeah. stuff that they come up with is unbelievable. So it's kind of like nailed it, but better. But better. It's quality. <laughs> it's, it's, it's nailed it. It's nailed it. It's funny, because that was the other one that I was going to suggest. Nailed it. But it's like nailed it if they actually had the talent to do, do it. it right. So Netflix just um, put on... They have nailed it, Mexico. It's coming it's, out. It is out. Oh, it's, it's out. The oh. Mexican version of nail it. It is so good. I love her as a host. She's my favorite. She's like okay. right. Okay. <laughs> so Mr. Adams and I yeah. live by coastal. Yeah, this is the shit that like we bond over. I know. So a British Bake Off. Bake Off is oh. our shit. The like, great. Uh, what is it? Great British Bake Off. The yes. second a new season is on, we're we're glued. Like. Every day for I however often it comes out, like we we figure it out. Nailed it was another one. Uh, he tried watching Nailed It Mexico, but couldn't understand it because <laughs> the 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 translations weren't coming across quite. No, they weren't the way they that they should have. So we abandoned that option. But I I do want to try. Uh, so Zumbo's Zumbos. just desserts. Yeah. it's really really yeah. good. Okay. Season one is really good and. Season two is coming out soon, yeah. I think. Yeah. So, you guys, those are our stoner TV recommendations for this week. You have Bash's show, The Expanse, and mine, which is Deadly Class. And then Ryder gave his suggestion of Sumbo's Just Dessert. Yes. So, go check those out, especially when you're super, super stoned or even drunk. Yeah. Talk about them. <laughs> um, send us messages. Yeah. About let them. us give know. us your opinions. Yeah. Let us know what you think of these shows. Also, send us recommendations that you think shows or anything we should watch when we're completely stoned off our asses. We would love that. Correct. Yes. Okay, you guys. It's time for something else we do every week, but we didn't do it last week. Okay. Ready? Carol, for once in your life, <laughs> shut your damn mouth. That makes me laugh every single time. All right, you guys, it's time for Carol of the Week. Who Ruff. wants to go first? <laughs> that was perfect. Who wants to go first? I think I should probably go last. Yeah. Oh, last? Because I'm mad. Ooh. So my Carol of the Week is, he's been the Carol many times. It's our the guy in the White House. <laughs> I can't stand him. And that, <laughs> <laughs> Oh, God, especially with the press conference he gave about this whole thing for the border. Oh, and saying, oh, where's my Nobel Prize? Nobody's going to give you a fucking Nobel Prize because you're a fucking idiot. Oh, my God, I, mean, I can't stand him. I think he is one of the most despicable people in the world, and especially the way he talks to the reporters and just him in general. He's an idiot. He has no clue on what he's doing. His voice is like nails on a chalkboard. Oh, and everything really that comes out of worse. his mouth is a fucking lie. <clears throat> oh, it as me crazy. a resident so of a border gonna... city, 
Everything's fine. Yeah, there's, there's no, no problems here. There's no crisis. Yeah. He kept saying, like, San Diego. Where I'm like, I grew up in San Diego. Me and Bashi did. I'm like, I don't see all these drugs and all this shit. I'm sure no. it's happening, but... He made it sound like we had. Well, he did. It's a what's it called? A national crisis or whatever. No, that is not happening here. That's so. I'm gonna steal. I don't know if I'm stealing your Carol, but I probably am. <laughs> that's but like, fine. But that's my Carol. Is there's a national humanitarian crisis and we need to build a wall. But I've been talking about it for the last three years, and I don't care if it takes the next five to build it. Well, then it's not a fucking crisis. No, it's not right. The opium crisis it's is a, a crisis. Yeah. Homelessness is a crisis. Well, and the other one, he says, well, it's a humanitarian crisis. Okay. Explain to me how building a fucking wall yeah. solves your humanitarian crisis. Oh, it doesn't? Shut the fuck up. Can we That's get down Carol. to the root of the problem? Like, <laughs> what? I don't want the drugs to stop coming in. I know you don't. I know you don't. <laughs> what are you going to do? It's been on a Friday night or a Saturday night. She's going to be like, there's no drugs. Where am I? Why am I here? Why live? Why We've live? already legalized weed. Everything's been hunky-dory. Right? Like, the whole state has just been in a state of... Oh, it's pun intended great. Euphoria. Like, yeah. everybody's been fine. Yeah, this week, Trump, well, every week, Trump is just... Oh my god! I mean, I'm just like, when is he gonna have a heart attack? Honest to Christ, if alcohol Mueller. is legal <laughs> in this country, then there's a few other drugs that can be too. Yeah, because they're they're for recreational use. They don't create a lot of issues. And my drug of choice is Midol. Midol. Oh. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I stole that. From what does that do to him? Man? I don't know. It's a it's a Ben Midler joke. So what is your Carol? Since Ryder and I had the same Carol, which is our fucking president. So I, do you I, even want to call him that? No, I thought I'll bite I, him. <laughs> do it <laughs> maul, maul him <laughs> he's terrified of bacteria and viruses that's all i know and he I'll, doesn't have a dog by the way he doesn't seriously no. seriously no, there's two, there's no. two reasons everybody should hate trump two two basic ass human reasons people should hate trump number one he doesn't have a dog <laughs> sorry number two Ruff. motherfucker eats his steak well done uh. with ketchup but a well done steak a well done steak. I with had ketchup. Uh, well this done week, steak with ketchup. This week it really it it hit a nerve more than every week he hits a nerve. But honestly, this one, everyone like, should be pissed off that the president of the United States eats well done steak <laughs> with ketchup. <laughs> for all the reasons, honest, all the, for all the reasons that I hate him, that's actually in the top ten. It literally it's is. The if there is one thing that can unite this country against Trump. Texans, Tennesseans, Kentucky, North Carolina, everybody Californians, who eats meat, New Yorkers. everyone who eats meat, you cannot elect a person who eats well-done steak. Yeah, I don't, and even, I don't even, even think vegetarians would buy off on that. No. no the veggie vegetarians or vegan people are going to be like, oh, we hate him because he eats meat, no, period. Because vegans and vegetarians would be like, people need a reminder that they're eating an animal. Exactly. When not, you not burn a, a steak of, to shit, it's charcoal. It's charcoal. I can't. I, know I, I can't. can't. So, what is your Carol of the week? Oh, um, it's an activity. People are what? too, um, I would say, blase about everything that's going on within Hillcrest and North Park, Bankers Hill, University Heights, all of our uptown neighborhoods. Like, guys, uh, I realize that you're all trying to be compassionate, uh, but there's a lot of crime happening right now. Yeah. And 
we can't just be compassionate in the name of just being uh, complacent with the way the state of the neighborhoods. Yeah. I, I shouldn't have to be walking over human excrement on my way to Starbucks and, and think that's okay just to be like, you know, the homeless issue is, is fine, but mm-hmm. people who are, are doing that shouldn't be on the street. Yeah. And, and we shouldn't be complacent in the fact that, uh, crime is happening all the time and like we we need to be more locally involved and start talking to our council members and start demanding change uh i'm gonna be going to the north park council meeting on tuesday this episode will air past that but yeah you guys should all figure out like what what direct kind of contribution you can make to your neighborhood if you're pissed off about what's going on i agree be more politically active on the <laughs> Especially, local level. Especially um, here in San Diego, because um, I don't know, man, a lot of people who are not in San Diego won't know this, but this last week in our little neighborhood, God, things are going off. It's there was, bad. It's bad this yeah, week. Yeah, this week was bad. And, you know, there was like a robbery, a jewelry store that's right in the middle of the hub, right in the middle of the neighborhood. Broad daylight Monday got robbed by three people. And, you know, there was some good Samaritans that tried to stop it. Um and then our the gay the gay flag got vandalized vandalized this desecrated. week too desecrated which yeah. is just a slap in the face and then the biggest one was right next to Mo's right down the street where we go every week our neighborhood that we were always in right there yep. somebody opened fire on one of our restaurants the oh, Golden Dragon 19, with an AR15 yeah 19 rounds into the restaurant <laughs> just Miraculously, was, nobody got hurt. Nobody but got because hurt, somebody didn't, CNN didn't pick it up, and it's yeah. not national news yeah. right now. But so. they just thank opened God they fire. Shot. Thank God they were. I know. Right. Like, I know. God. <sighs> and it was like they. And it was a hate crime. I it, mean, they're it was. saying me. Police say another thing, but if you look at this particular person's Facebook thing, like a week before, he had hate speech against the gay community. So. All I'm saying is that whether it's here in San Diego, whether wherever you are, whether um, you're wherever in the world or wherever in the U.S., but within the LGBTQ community, we all just got to watch out for each other. Watch each other's backs. Keep your eyes open. You know, it is our neighborhood. So you know what? (laughs) Protect each other. Take care of each other. Look out for each other. And and demand from your politicians. Exactly, Bashi. Listen, they're terrified. Politicians are fucking scared. They need to get reelected. The second you start throwing a fucking issue up in their face, they're going to react to it. Yeah. So make sure that you go to those meetings where you're heard and demand that action. They will figure it out. So. Yeah, I'm just thankful nobody got hurt with that shooting this week. Yeah. But you know what? That hit really close to home for all of us. And that was on, like, what, Tuesday or Wednesday this week? Yeah. I can't right remember. Right before Valentine's Day. But Friday night at Moe's, busier than it's ever yeah. been. So yeah. thank you, Hillcrest, for, yeah, for continuing just... to go out. Exactly. Yeah. So the, yeah, those are our carols of the week, Wow, that guys. got heavy. I know. For once in your life, shut your damn mouth. So I saw what? a poodle in the sweater on the sidewalk. And that was a little <laughs> bit like less intense. A poodle in Yeah. <laughs> like it right. <laughs> so a poodle in it. What kind of sweater was it? It was pink. Ooh, okay. And it had like little fuzzies coming off of it too. Like it okay. it, it yeah. It, it was, 
Tinsley, I would describe Tinsley? it. Tinsley? Ruff, ruff, ruff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> Wait, can you do a poodle mask? <gasps> yeah, I could, could you? I could Did you guys watch the um the mass singer Margaret Cho? No, nobody was. Uh, yeah, people do actually. Me and Danny Boy. I watch don't care. It. You should watch it. I'm not going to. Why not? Why do you hate everything? Because I let's don't get have cable. The, let's get down to the real problem. Why do you hate everything? I What's wrong? I don't What's have wrong? cable. I don't have. What cable. happened to you as a child? I'm <laughs> show me on this doll. Where did they touch you? <laughs> I'm a, I'm millennial through and through. I don't have cable. Oh, God. Never will, never, wow. never again. Anyways. <laughs> anyway, poodles. Yeah, she had a poodle mask. She was a poodle. And I, I was like, that. oh, her costume was really cool. Oh, and in other big news that um, we're going to talk about or announce, we're officially going to be at DragCon this year. That's happening. Yeah, it's happening. I'm we're going to be there. We got a booth and everything. So. Ooh. If anybody's Somebody going to LA DragCon this year <laughs> in May, we will be there. So you can stop by our booth, say hi to us. We'll have some stuff you can buy, stuff we're going to give away. Um, we'll love to chat with you because I know Ruff. a few people that will be there. So, yeah. <laughs> and Ed- Eddie will be there. Yes, Eddie Danger will be there, but just course. not at our booth. No, he'll be there. We're not. <laughs> we're not fancy enough. I know we're not fancy enough. But Hey Queen will. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. I love that. <laughs> so next week, you guys, um, is Miriam Miriam T's Bon Voyage episode. Her and Ariel Conversi, friend of the show, they will be going off to Australia. So we're gonna have a Bon Voyage episode, and I'm letting everybody know now. Next week, you can call in and say goodbye to Miriam T. Wish her good luck. We'll po- we'll post the the phone number and all that on our social media this week. So keep an eye out for that. So you guys, I wanted to give you um, a little bit of update on Miriam T. She will be in Australia. Her and Ariel Conversi with their show, Big Obnoxious Variety Show. It will be March 2nd through the 17th. And it's going to be in Adelaide. It's at the National Wine Center, Hackney Road and uh, Botanic Road in Adelaide. Tickets are $20. We will have all of that information on our website. But if you are in Australia and you do listen to our podcast, go check them out. Miriam T. and Ariel Caversi. So, Ryder, how do they find you? How do people get a hold of you if they want to order gear? So if they want to check out my gear and they're local here in San Diego, they can go to Adam and Eve on University or visit my website, wwwrider gearcom that's R-Y-D-E-R-Gear.com. Or you can email me at writer at writer-gear.com. Yay. And we will have all of that information on our social media and on our website. Um, go check out his stuff. And we'll have pictures on our social media of all the gear that you brought today, which was a lot of fun. We took pictures and we tried stuff on it. It was a lot of fun. I think Bashy really liked it. <laughs> Yeah, I like getting my head scratched. Yeah, I know you it's do. It's a little bit of a different experience. <laughs> How do people find you, Bashy? Oh, say my name underscore. Yes. Bash. Please fucking follow me. <laughs> I, you know, I'm more active on our on our Instagram, the Who Invited Her underscore podcast. Follow us. Um, but then Tony underscore Baloney underscore Macaroni. So I got to be a little more active on my personal. That was a really great way to like just seamlessly. Like both Instagram, right? (laughs) Yeah. Anyways, you guys. So follow us on Instagram. Follow us on Twitter and Facebook. It is who invited her SD. Um, Email us the gang at whoinvitedher.net. We love hearing from you. DM us. We'll always um, chat back with you guys. And keep an eye out on our social media. We'll let you know when to call in and say hi to us. Say bye to Mary M T. Wish her. 
a safe and happy trip while she goes to Australia. Uh, Megan will be. Megan's actually going to be in New Zealand next week. She leaves, I think. Right. Yeah. Yeah. She's going to be over there, and then she's going to be back at the end of the month. Yeah, and if you're interested in following Megan, it's probably a good idea to follow Eddie Danger. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) All right, everybody. We are done. Thank you, Ryder, for joining us this week. I'm so glad you stopped by and hung out. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, you guys. So, Miriam T. will be here next week. Megan is off. um, And it'll be a great show. I'm really excited for her Bon Voyage episode. And this week, you guys, we're going to leave you with a little puppy love from Paul Anka. Why? Because Because it's contextually relevant. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) All right, you guys. We'll see you next week. Bye. Bye. Oh, I guess they'll never know How a young heart really feels And why I love her so And they called it Puppy Love So, wait, I'm curious about this. The tail, where does that go in? Where do you think it goes? They, It's like a dildo with a tail? They just stick it in your ass? Cracks. It's a butt plug with a tail. Dang. What kind of tail is it? It's not like a horse tail. Swaggy. It's like a puppy tail. Do you have one? Do you wear it? Yes. I don't think oh it's God. necessarily <laughs> wearing it as inserting it. Inserting it. Well, they ha- so they they also have show tails, which Ooh. are worn on like a belt. So it's like a belt. Oh. Yeah. 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 So wait, you would wear the insertion tail when? Whenever? During, during sexy time. When okay. you want to. <laughs> and then the belt is like, let's say you're going to Moe's. Yeah. Okay. If you're going to be in public, it makes more sense to wear it. You know what we forgot? The event tonight. Oh, should shoot. we? What event tonight? I think it's fine. Okay. I don't really know that much about it, to be honest. Okay. If it's happening literally tonight, there's no, no way. Bashi, would you wear a tail? Would you insert a tail? Here's what I'm going to say about the tail. <laughs> maybe, well, I imagine this is like yeah, beyond, beyond, beyond the edit. Yeah. But um, so what's interesting about the tail is, especially if you're on top, mm-hmm. it feels like someone's inside you while you're on top. It's kind of incredible. That's kind of hot. It is very hot. And then when it moves mm. around. Oh, it may- oh. oh, there's a feeling oh. behind that. Oh, yeah. So like it. Oh. So like it's 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 a butt plug. Right. But then it moves. And so like the vibrations go exactly where you'd want them I to. I had no idea no that idea. was a part of it. I oh. thought it was just aesthetics. No. no really? No, no, no. We're not no, using no. this? Oh, it'll be in our in our Easter egg that we do. Oh, I love oh, no. Easter eggs. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Only a handful of people know about them. <laughs> right. And know, like, reference No, because it happened yeah. after the song usually yeah. occurs. Yeah. It's so, like way, yeah. way at the end where our true fans wait. Listen yeah. To, and then they hear so, the Easter egg. Yeah. So, the, the, yeah. so the, the moral of the story is if you see uh, a pup or anyone with a tail in the public, uh-huh. yeah. it's okay to like make it wag. Oh! oh! <laughs> Get it out. This is all going in, right? But yes. don't pull. pull it out. No! Do no, 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 no. Do not 
hold on. Let me that's, repeat. Do not. Do not. Hold on. Okay. A little bit of wagging. That's okay. That feels good. Or ask them to wag it for you. Just or ask them to wag it for you. Don't. Pull don't it. pull it out. Don't no. pull it out. No. Don't pull it out. 